Welcome to the Racing Wire Podcast Network's encore presentation of the Performance Motorsports Network's broadcast of the Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour races from Buttonwillow Raceway Park. This race was first broadcast live Sunday, February 20th, 2022. All right, we are back and ready to go here at Buttonwillow Raceway Park. Race group number one going out today will be Spec Miata. Here is your starting grid. 15 cars in the lineup, and here they are. Starting 15th, car number 8. From Henderson, Nevada, it is Kayla Etherington. Starting 14th, car number 49. From Monterey, California, Joe Schubert. Starting 13th, car number 99. From Walnut, California, Bill Nelson. Starting 12th, car number 65. From Riverside, California, Dave Tweedley. Starting 11th, car number 93. From Chandler, Arizona, our only non-California driver here in Spec Miata today, Jorge Diaz. Starting 10th, car number 17. From Corona, California, it's Alan Lukehart III. Starting 9th, car 55. From Rancho Palos Verdes, California, Robert, Robert Edmondson. Starting 8th, car number 80. From Los Angeles, California, Giorgio Perangeli. Uh, Starting 7th, car 71. From Poway, California, it's Curtis Gong. Starting 6th, car number 70. From Fallbrook, California, Joey Jordan. Starting 5th, car number 7. From Corona, California, Alan Lukehart IV. Starting 4th, car number 116. From Madera, California, that's Ryan Gutiel. Starting 3rd, car number 33. From San Diego, California, Clement Lee. Starting second, car number 35 from Encino, California, Evan Jacobs. And our pole sitter, car number 98 from Bonita, California, Austin Varco. And guys, we had a hell of a race yesterday with uh, Spec Miatas. Bob? Yeah, Mike, we did. And I got to tell you something. I'm looking for an even more competitive race today. Uh, these guys have had uh, a little bit more time on the track. They're a little bit more used to it, and, uh, you know, as you get seat time, you get uh, more experience. And this is, uh, this is always a competitive class, but with, uh, with the racing that we had yesterday, the close racing we had yesterday, I think it's going to be even closer today. Well, we did have that four-car shootout almost the entire race, Tim. Yes, and this is one of my favorite classes to watch, as you guys know. Um, they are very competitive, like Bob said, and that's one of the reasons why it's one of my favorite classes. Very competitive with each other. And these guys have been racing with each other for a while. They know each other's tricks and um, how to race with them and how to beat them, essentially. So, Mike, we might be seeing some more shootouts today. Well, I kind of think we're going to have that four-car run at the front. Maybe we'll see one or two more that decide to get involved in it and uh, give us <laughs> a, a, a start to the show this weekend or today with a great race. I mean, you can't ask anything better than that, so hopefully those Miatas will be able to uh, do this. We should be having the cars going on track here momentarily. Pace car is out at the end of pit road, ready to take them, just waiting for the release. All right, Bob, so uh, what do you expect uh, us to see here uh, this morning with these guys? Well, you know, Mike, uh, I, I, I'm looking at uh, probably some breakaways at the far, front of the pack, uh, as we had yesterday, two-car, three-car breakaways. I'm looking for a lot of drafting. Uh, this is going to be a uh, – these guys figured out who to run with yesterday. See a whole lot of drafting yesterday. 
but I think we're going to see it today because that is the way that the guys that are going to be mid-pack are going to get up to the front. The guys that are at the back of the pack are going to get up to the mid-pack. And, and then really that's the only way they're going to do it if they work together, Mike. Well, it's like I talked to uh, Darren Curtis yesterday who uh, works for Scorpion Radio Group for PMN on Heels on Wheels. And uh, he had a chance to uh, talk to um, Kayla Etherington and said yesterday was her first ever race. So today is only race number two for her. So uh, hopefully she'll be able to uh, do a good job and hang with uh, the big guys up there. Yeah, that uh, Daryl does a great job of, of uh, working with public relations and, and working with uh, the girls to uh, get them from uh, uh, go-karts into race cars and into, uh, into the upper echelons of racing. And uh, we're very, very lucky to have him with us on uh, PMN2 and on uh, the uh, Heels on Wheels racing show. All right. And then for those of you who don't know, Heels on Wheels is a show that's uh, about women racers, by women racers, for women racers. But anybody can listen to it. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's a very good show and kind of gives you an insight into racing that uh, nobody else is really looking at. So uh, it's a great show. Check it out sometime. Yeah, you can get it podcast on PMN2.com like uh, you can with uh, the podcast for the show for the uh, race call here at uh, at the at the track and and the entire Super Tour series is uh, is podcast there as well. So uh, should be if you are interested in women's motorsports and a women's point of view, uh, this is a a great show to uh, check out, Mike. All right, and I want to bring this up. Uh, coverage of the Cal Club Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour right here at Buttonwillow Raceway Park is brought to you locally on the Performance Motorsports Network by East Street Racing. From race prep to engine builds, East Street Racing is your Mazda Miata headquarters. Keep an eye on Jim Drago in car number two, Preston Pardis in car number 42, as they take on the best in class all season long. Now, uh, unfortunately, Jim Drago and Preston Pardis aren't here this weekend, but that's probably good news for everybody else that's out there. All right, cars are heading out on the track. Tim, they're coming your way, buddy. Pace car coming out of the uh, pit area. Yeah, that's true. Usually we see anywhere from 30 to 50, 60 cars. But, uh, you know, I'll tell you, you only have 15 cars out here this morning. Doesn't matter. Yesterday they only had 15 and they put on a great show. So uh, it doesn't really matter how many have. These, these guys and gals out there will be driving their hearts out trying to get that checkered flag here in just about 35 minutes or so. In fact, all races today are 17 laps worth 35 minutes, whichever comes first. And hopefully we have a good, safe race weekend here and uh, a lot of good racing. They're about halfway through the field or the track, Bob, and they're heading over to Riverside now. As we watch them come up uh, over around uh, Riverside, Mike, uh, 
They're not uh, obviously not lined up yet other than uh, just single file, just uh, getting a little bit of heat in the tires, uh, getting the brakes uh, warmed up. And I see uh, right now that uh, they're actually not rolling very quick. This is a slow-paced lap for uh, Miatas. But uh, normally, you know, these guys are, are uh, moving moving and grooving a little bit faster. But uh, the pace car is keeping them slow and together. And that's uh, that's probably a good thing. As they come out of Riverside, they move up to the Lost Hill, formerly Phil Hill. And that's uh, one of the tallest parts of the racetrack. It's a uh, just a built-in hill to uh, add a little bit of terrain to the flat uh, track that we have here at uh, Butt Willow. So uh, as they're coming down, you're seeing some scrubbing, you're seeing some speeding up and slowing down. These guys are and gals are definitely uh, wanting to make sure that they've got heat in their tires. They definitely make sure they want their brakes warm uh, when they go racing because they're going to need every advantage that they can muster. Uh, these spec Miatas are, as we said, spec cars. Uh, the only thing you can really do to them is adjust the uh, the, the shocks and uh, and air pressure in the tires. So these guys and gals, are, it's a driver's class. There's a lot of leaning. There's a lot of drafting. There's an occasional bump draft or two. And as our guys and gals are coming up through the uh, S's, the lights are off on the pace car, so we are going green here, Mike. And uh, you will be seeing this uh, field starting to line up here as uh, they come out of the S's into that short straight just before sunset turn. You will be seeing them in probably a good uh, about 10 seconds now, Mike, for the start of the race. All right, we've got Austin Varco, Evan Jacobs on the front row, Clement Lee, Ryan Gutiel on in the second row. And let me tell you something, they... Put on a great show yesterday, battling back and forth, changing positions. I think all four at some point yesterday led a lap. And then Joey Jordan jumped out of nowhere and ended up in fifth. Green flag is in the air. We are racing it already. Four wide at the line, second row. The seven car of Alan Lucart, the fourth, tried to make a go of it. Got two tires on off track on the left. Had to get back off a little bit. They're around the corner to Tim. All right, coming out of sunset is Barca. All right, as they come around Grapevine and down the back stretch here, it is still Alan Varco in the lead. He's got about a car length and a half advantage over Jacobs. Looks like Jordan is up to third now, and then uh, he is bump drafting Jacobs down the back stretch, going over into Riverside. Clement Lee, Ryan Gutierrez, rounding out your top five. As we catch them coming into uh, Riverside, Mike, you are absolutely correct. We have a breakaway here with uh, Vargo uh, as about uh, 10 car lengths ahead. Well, maybe five car lengths ahead of Jacobs and Jordan. Jacobs and Jordan were uh, really nose to tail as they got to Lost Hill, but that spread out just a little bit as they come out. And we're starting to see this settle out a little bit here as uh, they get into uh, Star Mazda. Star Mazda is one where the, uh, one of these turns where it uh, is tight at the beginning and then increases in radius as it comes out. As they come out, the SS Varco is still uh, leading 
But uh, once we've got uh, Evan Jacobs and Jordan pushing very hard to get uh, to get up to him, and then you've got uh, three or four more cars in a second breakaway pack uh, behind them. Mike, they're coming around that short straight and over to Sunset and over to you. All right, we'll reset the field as they come down the front stretch. It is Austin Varco with that 98 in the lead. And let's see here. As they cross the line, it's about a two-car length of advantage. And my mistake, it's Ryan Gutiel in second. Joey Jordan is in third. Emmett Jacobs fourth. Clement Lee back in fifth as they go around Sunrise. All right, let's go ahead and switch things up. Coming out of Wiggle there at Cotton Corner. Going back here, everybody else is single file going on the I-5 and over to Cotton Corner, Mike. All right, as our race leader now, Alan Varco, comes down through the dog leg here. He has opened up about a six-car length advantage, and it looks like uh, Joey Jordan has gotten around Ryan Gutiel. They head over into Riverside. It is Gutiel now trying to make the run on Jordan. Can't do it. Jordan washes up a little wide on that curve. It's a little bit banked, but keeps ahead of uh, Gutiel as they go down to uh, Lost Hill. Bob? And uh, that little uh, action that there between Jordan and Gutiel is allowing uh, Varco to uh, get way ahead of him. And he's now about uh, a good 10 car lengths ahead. As they come into the star Mazda turn, it's going to compress down a little bit. But uh, we've got uh, uh, Jacobs, Lee, and Gong behind them, uh, who is are now at this point uh, equally distant from the uh, first pack there of uh, Jordan and Gutiel and Varco. So Varco continuing into the S's, leading this group with uh, the uh, the red number 70 of uh, of uh, Joey Jordan with Ryan Gutiel right on his rear bumper. Gutiel tries to take a look driver's left as they come out of the S's, decides against that, goes into the straight uh, nose to tail again, and they come over to Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, as they come down the front uh, stretch here, it is Austin Varco leading his lap again, about seven car lengths over Joey Jordan now in second, Ryan Gutiel third. Just a side note here, the 65 of Dave Tweedley did not make the starting grid. We've got 14 cars on the track. Tim? second and third position as they're coming out of cotton quarters on the back stretch, Mike. All right, as they come around now, and here comes Varco. He has opened it up to about 10 car lengths over the rest of the field. And uh, let's see, it is Joey Jordan in second. About a car length, well, less than half now. As Gutiel's making a run on Jordan, going into Riverside again. They hit that banking, and it is uh, Gutiel right up on the rear bumper of Jordan. Jordan pulls open by about a half a car length uh, advantage now. Bob? Mike, as they come from uh, uh, Riverside over to Lost Hill, uh, it is about a half a car length, as you mentioned. And uh, Gutiel is trying to figure out a way to get around Jordan. Not happening yet as Jordan puts the uh, foot to the floor here and it gets about a, a 
two or three car length advantage. Now, as they compress down into Star Mazda, once again, down to about half a car length between them. Marco still got about a 10 car length advantage. But uh, right behind Jordan and Gutiel, you've got Evan Jacobs, Clement Lee, and, uh, and Gong. And those guys are all hanging in there in that pack about equidistant. So you've got uh, Barco and about five cars right behind him as they come through the S's, around through that short straight and into sunset. Mike? All right. And a little farther back, got a great battle going on for seventh with Giorgio Perangeli and Alan Lucart the fourth as uh, Giorgio's trying to keep that seventh spot away from Lucart. Leaders go by. Varco, fastest lap in a race at a 2.06 flat. Jordan Gutiel, Evans, or Jacobs, and Lee, top five. It is uh, Austin Varco still in the lead now, but right behind him by about 10 car lengths. It is still Jordan and Gutiel. They are battling for that second spot. Now, Gutiel making a run on Jordan. Gives him a little bump in the back there going into uh, Riverside. No harm, no foul. They hit the banking. Around the corner, it is still advantage Jordan over Gutiel. And uh, Gutiel tries to go driver's right as they come out of Riverside. That doesn't work for him. But all the time that uh, those guys are going at it, Evan Jacobs has moved up right behind Gutiel and waiting for one of those guys to make a mistake in order to take advantage and uh, move forward himself. But uh, it is still uh, Jordan and Gutiel nose to tail into the Star Mazda turn. Uh, Gutiel takes a look, uh, driver's right. Again, no, uh, no luck there. So he just drops right back in picks up the draft, and uh, hopefully he and he's thinking, I'm sure, that he and uh, Jordan could get up closer to uh, Varco. Not happening at this point, but uh, they are nose to tail as they come out of the S's into that straight and over to Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, as we complete lap number three, it is still... Austin Varco with a pretty good lead over the rest of the field. Now Jordan goes by three seconds behind Varco. Gutiel about a car length behind him. About the same back to Jacobs. A little little closer to Emmett Lee in fifth. Tim? Still holding All right. As uh, Jordan now is uh, dropped back just a little bit, and it's, uh, well, I should say not Jordan, but Gutiel, but Gutiel has uh, Jacobs now pushing him down the back stretch as they go into uh, Riverside. Maybe they're going to team up, and there goes the move. Gutiel on the outside of Jordan for a spot. Bob? Yep, and that uh, that uh, did not stick. 
Uh, Mike, uh, he got uh, he he lost about a car length there as he tried to go out around Jordan. It did not work, but uh, it also gave Jacobs an ability to get right up on the back bumper of Gutil. Now that is uh, going to be interesting as uh, Jacobs is looking drivers left as they come into Star Mazda turn. Not a particularly good place to try and pass, but it bunches uh, uh, Jordan, Gutil, Jacobs, and Lee up in a uh, in a in a bunch there, trying for that uh, second and third position. Uh, Gutil once again gets on Jordan's back bumper and uh, is drafting him out of the S's into the short straight and over to Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, so it looks like our race leader, Varco, wants nothing to do with what happened yesterday. He wants to open it up and pull away from the rest of them and let them fight. Now it's two by two behind him. It is Jordan with Gutiel right behind him, about two car lengths. Then you got Evan Jacobs and Clement Lee as they go around Sunrise. All right, Varco is still out front there with Jordan It's still Jordan Gutiel. Well, let's see. As uh, Jordan now in second place has about a car length advantage over Gutiel. But Jacobs now, a little bit of a bump there going down through the dog leg. He tries again. Gives him another little shove as they head up towards Riverside. I don't think you're going to see Gutiel try to go to the outside this time. It did not work. He was lucky he didn't lose a spot. But it still stays about the same. There's still about a half a car length behind Jordan running in second. Bob? Yep, Mike, and uh, Jordan is uh, trying to make a move on Gutiel right now, going driver's left, now driver's right, and it's not working. Gutiel is making that uh, Mazda Miata a very, very, very wide car, and Jordan drops back just a little bit. In all of that move, uh, Gutiel basically loses his uh, link with uh, Jordan uh, there. and uh, J- I'm sorry, Jacobs is on Gutiel's tail Jordan of uh, and Gutiel have lost touch with each other. Now, as they come out of uh, Star Mazda turn, that is, of course, put everybody back into about a car length and a half to two car lengths. So you've got uh, Varco uh, just uh, walking away. Jordan, Gutiel, Jacobs, and Lee all about a car length and a half to two car lengths as they come up through the short straight there and into sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, as they go by, and there goes Austin Varco again. He had it over a little three-plus three second advantage. Now it's 3.5. Uh, let's see, Gutiel about a car length behind Jordan and Jacobs and Lee. Pretty much same distance as they go around Sunrise. Still putting that. Right 
All right, so the race right now, as our uh, leader, Austin Varco, has opened up about a 15-car length lead. It's three drivers battling for the last two spots on the podium. And here comes Jacobs now, running up. Gives Gutiel another one of those uh, bumps. Now Gutiel goes driver's left, trying to go around Jordan on the outside at Riverside. Can't do it. Has to drop back in again. Bob? Once again, that hurts him as he uh, drops back uh, rather significantly. Now, uh, as they come over Lost Hill, he makes up that time. Looking to the right, driver's right of uh, Jordan, that doesn't help, and he, he's, uh, he's pretty much stuck right behind him. Now, he uh, gets up around him on the inside. They're two by two as they go into the entrance of Star Mazda. Now, he makes that turn stick. He makes that pass stick, and uh, Ryan Gutiel now moves into second place overall with uh, Jordan right behind him. It's uh, essentially they traded positions. Now Jordan is bump drafting him up through the S's. And uh, as you watch uh, Jacob sitting back behind him, watching what's going on. As they come around uh, sunset, uh, it is uh, Varco and Gutiel and Jordan. One, two, three. Over to you, Mike. All right. And as uh, Austin Varco crosses the line, he puts Kayla Etherington a lap down. Now Gutiel up in second as he got around Jordan. Jordan right there, though, just behind him. Evan Jacobs still in fourth, and it looks like Clement Lee now starting to fall off the pace. Gutiel and Jordan going into the off-ramp. They're going to have to get around um, Kayla Etherington there as they do so successfully. And we're going to have another stick here, I believe, for uh, third and fourth position. Um... Here. Wasn't able to catch that because it happened right behind the corner working stand. But Mike, we're going to have to set the uh, second, third, and fourth position as he come out of cotton corners. All right. I'll do my best to try to get that uh, figured out here. As they come out of the grapevine, it is still Jordan up in the second. As Gutiel in third, but Gutiel now going to driver's left, making a pass. They're side by side, and it looks like Jacobs now is going to follow Gutiel, try to pass uh, Jordan on the outside, going into Riverside. Gutiel makes the pass, and it looks like uh, Jacobs can't. He has to fall back in line in fourth. Bob? Yep, Mike, and uh, Gutiel once again is in second place uh, as uh, as he just uh, makes that move. Jordan Jacobs and Still nose to tail. Those guys are probably close to, uh, well, now, okay, here we go. We had a little bump draft there from Jordan on the back of Gutiel, pushing him a little bit farther forward into Star Mazda. As they come into Star Mazda, Gutiel gets about a car length ahead of uh, Jordan and Jacobs. As they come out of Star Mazda, they are too wide. Gutiel gets put out to uh, dry there. Jacobs gets, uh, gets the move and gets ahead of him. Now, uh, uh, Jordan, I'm sorry, Jordan gets past him. Jacobs is sitting on his tail with a uh, bump draft trying to push uh, Gutiel forward, but that's not working very well. And they're over to you, Mike. All right, and there goes our race leader, Austin Varco, as he goes by. Now it's going to be Ryan Gutiel. Oh, no, it's Jordan again, and then Gutiel and Jacobs. They can't make up their mind who wants to be in second. They're going back and forth two, three times a lap. Tim, they're coming around to you. It seems like every time they come around by a But right now, Carlin separates Jordan and Gutiel going into the off-ramp. Marco has definitely pulled away since the uh, beginning of the race here. Coming out of the off-ramp onto the I-5. 
and Jordan Jalen Jacobs. Still not a car lane separates them as they're going down the I-5. This last time around, the number eight car did a little bit of spin up there coming out of cotton. Cotton corner still Jordan, Gutiel, and Jacobs for second, third, and fourth, Mike. Attention to Pit and Paddock. Attention to Pit and Paddock. First call to the grid for race group number two. E Production, F Production, H Production, GT Lite, and B Spec. Race group two, E Production, F Production, GT Lite, and B Spec. Your first call to the grid. And we looks like we have a change here. It looks like Jacobs got around Gutiel, Bob, going into Riverside. Yeah, he did, Mike, and uh, that is uh, it not only Jacobs got it by him, but uh, that puts Gutiel back in fourth overall. Jordan Jacobs both got by him at uh, over on this last lap. Uh, Gutiel falling a little bit off. He's uh, uh, doesn't seem to have the pace here, but we'll see. You know, this race is still uh, a number of laps long, so uh, we will. Uh, be, you know, there's plenty of time for lots of more drama to be happening. But Varco is uh, still about. 20 car lengths ahead of that uh, trio with uh, Jordan, Jacobs, and Gutiel coming out. Gutiel uh, really about three car lengths back behind Jordan and Jacobs. Jacobs uh, bump drafting Jordan as they come around and out of the S's up through that short straight and into sunset and over to you, Mick. Mike. All right, well, Varco has opened up a 5.6-second lead over the rest of the field, and here comes second through fourth. And it is still Jordan with Jacobs right there, about a half a car length. Gutiel, probably a car length and a half behind him as they go through Sunrise. Still holding that coming out of Sunrise. I'm noticing on the driver's side front fender, there's a piece of uh, fender sticking up on the front of Joey Jordan, the number 70 car. Mike and Bob, check, keep an eye on that next time they come around. Not sure if something just came loose and came up with the wind and the drag or if there was contact somewhere along the line. I definitely did not notice that the last time they come around. That is the number 70 of Julie Jordan. They're taking away from the corners and there's the tail with Jacobs. All right, I'll get the binoculars out and see if I can see something with that. Okay, and I see it is on the, uh, yeah, something on the driver's uh, front there. And there goes Jacobs now as he bumps uh, Joey Jordan to let him know as they go into Riverside. He wants that spot. Jordan says, no way, man. I'm keeping it. And they go around and Gutiel now about two car lengths back in fourth. Bob? Varco going over the Lost Hill as the uh, triumvirate of Jordan, Jacobs, and Gutiel just now making it to the uh, entrance of that. They're about a car length apart at this point, uh, Mike, as they come through the drag strip and... Uh, get into star mazda compressing down to the star mazda turn there you have uh you have jacobs pushing jordan a little bit gutiel finally getting uh up with that group uh a little bit better than he has in the past uh last three or four laps now the three of them are doing some drafting gutiel not uh, feeling real comfortable it looks like uh getting up too close to jordan and jacobs but uh, he's sitting back in the back there wondering what's going on. Now it looks like we've got some side-by-side -side action as they come out of uh, the straight there in the sunset. You may have some new positions there, Mike, as they come through. 
All right, as they come down the front stretch to the start-finish line, it stays the same. But now, Ryan Gutiel goes to driver's right with Jacobs, trying to bump draft him on the outside around Jordan. Can't do it going into sun- sunrise. They stay the same. Still staying the same now as they're going into the off-ramp. And it's almost looking like Gutiel wants to try and take uh, Jacobs there for that third position, still maintaining where they're standing right now going down the high five. But Jacobs is right on the heels of Jordan going down the I-5 for that second and third position. Keeping an eye on them. About a car length separates them, maybe even less than that as they're going through cotton corners. They are still those tails between Jordan Jacobs coming out of cotton corners, Mike. All right, as all that happens, Varco pulling away. 6.6 second lead now, almost the entire length of the dogleg. And there it is, side-by-side action. Jacobs going after Jordan through the dogleg. And it's Jordan on driver's left. Jacobs, driver's right. They go into that uh, bank turn at Riverside. And it is Jacobs now up to second. Drop uh, Jordan back to third. Gutiel about five car lengths back from them. Bob? Yep, those guys got uh, got together and got past each other. Uh, Got to give uh, Jacobs uh, some seriously serious props there for that move. That was brilliant driving. Uh, as they go back uh, down the drag strip, uh, Jordan is uh, kind of shaking his head trying to figure out how that all happened, but uh, not giving up in any way, shape, or form. Gutiel's still a little bit off pace there with uh, about two car lengths back between him and uh, uh, Jordan. However, uh, our uh, our new overall second place fit runner is uh, trying to put some uh, distance between himself and car number seventy, Joey Jordan. So uh, that uh, that uh, is going to uh, materialize here. Now that's settling out. They're back uh, to drafting partners as they go into sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, Austin Varco, loving what he's seeing in his rearview mirror. Let him keep going because that just gives him more of an advantage. 6.7 seconds. Jacob still in second. Jordan, about three car lengths back to Gutiel in fourth. All right, looking here, coming out of Sunrise, it is going to be the 35 of Evan Jacobs. Jordan, there's Jordan right on the heels of Jacobs going back into the off-ramp. I did happen to see that side-by-side action over on the dog leg. That was amazing to see how he just shot out and around. But right now, Jacobs is pulled away over Jordan. About three car lengths separate them as they're going down the I-5, getting ready to go into Cotton Corner. I think this is the biggest distance I've seen between them in the last two or three uh, race laps here as they're coming out of Cotton Corner right now, Mike. All right. Well, he pulled that slingshot move to perfection, and now it looks like uh, definitely Jacobs is pulling away from Jordan now. He's got about four car lengths between them, and here comes the man that ran the fastest lap at all last time around, Ryan Gutiel. He is coming up on Joey Jordan. He wants that last spot in the podium. They're in the Riverside. Not close enough to make a move yet, Bob. Nope, as we as you know, he's got to be up there on that uh, right rear quarter panel or left rear quarter panel of the car in front of him before he can get enough side draft to uh, get past him, and he's not anywhere as close enough to do that at this point in time. But uh, all that uh, is doing is giving uh, Evan Jacobs a little bit more of an advantage. So now he's about four or five car lengths ahead of Jordan and Gutiel, and Varco just continues to put down laps and. Uh, keep a, a good uh, five or six second spot in between himself and the second place runner Evan Jacobs right now. Uh, Varco and, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Jordan and Gutiel now drafting Gutiel right on Jordan's rear bumper 
and uh, apparently gave him a little bump that uh, Jordan didn't think very highly of. Uh, but now as uh, Gutiel is trying to get around drivers right around Jordan as they come into sunset, but that doesn't work, that settles back out, and they're about a car like the park. Mike? All right, as they cross the line, it is Jacobs that's got that advantage, about three car lengths over Jordan, another car length back to Gutiel. I don't know if that uh, piece on Jordan's car is really affecting his arrow or not, but he's not losing any speed. Tim? Yeah, it's kind of hanging down a little bit more than what it was before. It's kind of hanging out over the tire now as he's going into the off-ramp. But right now, it's about three or four car lengths separating Jacobs and Jordan as they're on the I-5 now. Gutiel about two car lengths behind Jordan as they're coming out of the off-ramp onto the I-5. Marco, he's out there on his own right now, taking advantage of this Sunday morning for this try that he's putting on. Coming out of Cotton Corners, it's Jacobs with a well leader at the torch, Mike. All right, as they come down through the dogleg, and it is now opened up big time between Jacobs and Jordan. It's about five car lengths, and here comes a run by Gutiel. As he was a car length and a half behind Jordan, Jordan washes up the uh, banking a little bit, but so does Gutiel. Gutiel, only a car length back, still can't do anything with Joey Jordan for that third spot. No, he can't, Mike, and uh, as they get into the approach to Lost Hill, he's dropping back just a little bit. Now, as they come down the hill... He picks up some speed. They're about a car length apart as they go down the drag strip. It looks still looks to me like Gutiel is uh, trying, but uh, now we, he goes driver's right. He's side by side. He makes a pass, and he's got the preferred line going into uh, Star Mazda. He makes that stick, and we have a new uh, third-place runner in Ryan Gutiel. Uh, Jordan loses that spot and about uh, two car lengths in the process. Uh, Gutiel just pulled off a really, really good move, and now uh, now Jordan is about three car lengths back as they come out of that straight and into Sunset and over to you, Mike. All right, as they come by me right now, it's still Varco in the lead. Jacobs turned the fastest lap of the race the last time at a 205-933. Doesn't match at this time at 206. Gutiel in third, Jordan in fourth as they around Sunrise. All right, things have definitely changed up since the last two or three rat laps here. The 35 making her way around the slower car of the eight there. Ryan Gutiel going into the off-ramp right now. He's making his way around the slower car also. Gutiel and Jordan, they are almost, those tails are coming off the off-ramp onto the I-5. That has switched up since the last time they came around here. So Jordan is slowly falling back and back each time he comes around here. On back up to Cotton Corners is uh, Jacob, kind of out by his lonesome now, with Barco with a well good lead over them, Mike. Attention to Pitt and Paddock. Second call to the grid for race group two E production, F production, H production, GT Light, and B spec. Again, race group two E production, F production, H production, GT Light, and B spec. This is your second call to the grid. Bob, that race between Gutiel and Jordan has opened up a little bit. Gutiel's got about a two-car length lead. He sure does, Mike, and uh, he's putting his foot down on it, on the approach to Lost Hill. It's uh, still about two car lengths coming down off of the hill. Uh, that drops down to about a car length and a half as they get to the drag strip. Gutiel seems to have some power that I didn't see earlier, and uh, he is uh, moving and grooving as they get to the approach to Star Mazda turn. 
breaking zone there in Star Mazda. They compress down a little bit, down to about a car length, and uh, Gutiel puts his foot into it coming out of Star Mazda. But uh, uh, it looks to me like uh, Jordan has a little bit there and tries to get up behind him. Not make, not making much progress doing that. Still about two car lengths apart as they get through the S's into that short straight and over to Sunset. Mike, you're going to be seeing him in just a couple of seconds. All right, here comes Varkos. He crosses the line. Three to go or five and a half minutes. And here comes the rest of them. Evan Jacobs now. Let's see how far behind. 5.82. He is closing down. Then Gutiel, two seconds back. Jordan, five-tenths back behind Gutiel. Still about two car lengths uh, as they go around Sunrise. <laughs> Mike, you mentioned this opened up uh, right there coming out of Sunrise. Joey, Joey Gordon got the passenger side, inside track, picked up a little dust coming out of Sunrise. But he's still maintaining about two car lengths behind Jordan uh, Gutiel for that third position. Uh, that's going to have to get a little bit closer for anything to be changing for that third spot between Gutiel and Jordan as we're winding down on time and laps. Going into cotton corners, Jacobs is kind of still out by himself coming on to the backstretch, Mike. All right. The question now is, can Jacobs uh, catch Varco? He uh, outran him the last time by uh, about half a second. And if he stays at that pace, he won't be able to do it. Right behind him, here comes Joey Jordan now. Still about two car lengths behind Gutiel, but looks like he's got a run going into Riverside, Bob. Yep, he does got a, He does have a bit of a run, but I'm not sure it's going to do him much good. Well, now uh, let's uh, wait. They went side by side there for a second, but uh, Gutiel pulled that uh, pulled away from him. So right now they're about a car length apart as they come off of Lost Hill. Going into the drag strip, Gutiel's got a little bit more speed. Uh, you can see it by the, uh, the way that he's pulling away from uh, Jordan there. And uh, as he uh, breaks into the braking zone, Jordan's allowing him to, uh, or he's allowing Jordan to catch up a little bit. Now, as they come out of Star Mazda turn, this is where the uh, acceleration goes. But Jordan is right up on his back bumper, getting uh, getting a bit of a draft. If he tries to pull a slingshot right now, it's not going to work because he's just not got enough draft to go forward. But uh, he is right on, on Gutiel's back bumper as they come into uh, Sunset and over to you. All right, there goes Varco. Two to go here at Butt Willow. And then Jacobs, 5.4. He pulled in a little bit more time. But the race is for third. Gutiel, Joey Jordan right on his bumper as they go around Sunrise, Tim. This ought to be good. I thought we were going to go side by side coming out of Sunrise, but no, less than a car leg separates them going into the off-ramp. Not much you can do going into the off-ramp because it's on the inside of the track. But here, coming on to the I-5, let's see how this goes. Jacobs out by himself with a good lead over Gutiel. But there's Jordan coming up on Gutiel, closing in a little bit. Not as close as they were coming down going into Sunrise, Mike. But as you notice, it did close in a little bit more. Less than two car lengths separate them on the backstretch. All right, so the battle now is for third. And it is going to be, uh, like you said, Tim, two car legs through the dog leg. Gutiel got the advantage. Now, can Jordan make the run on Gutiel again this time? As they head over into Riverside, does not look like he's getting any closer. Uh, wait, now as they go into the banking, yes, it does. He's about a car length and a half back. Bob, now he's about a car length. Yep, he's got a little bit of a run going there, but I don't think it's enough to get Gutiel as they come over Lost Hill. We'll see how that uh, settles out. 
about a car length between them, and this is where Gutiel goes right down the uh, drag strip, yet now it's the two car lengths. Now it's the two-and-a-half car lengths. Gutiel's got the speed. Uh, they go into the braking zone for Star Mazda. That's going to compress down a little bit to a car length. But Gutiel's still got the speed going into Star Mazda. As he comes out of Star Mazda, he puts his foot into it once again. Now, Jordan at this point has a little bit of a, a speed behind him as well. But they're still two-and-a-half to three car lengths apart. I don't think Jordan's got it going for him as uh, Gutiel gets into that little short straight and over to Sunset and over to you, Mike. And here comes our race leader, Austin Varco. He sees the white flag. We're on the last lap here at Buttonwillow Raceway Park as Varco goes around Sunrise. Now here comes Jacobs as he clears it. At a two-car length advantage, Gutiel over Jordan in that third spot. That's going to be the race, Tim. Right now, coming into Sunset, as Sunrise, Gutiel slowed down a little bit. Jordan was able to catch it right back up. Less than a car length going into the I-5 right now. Gutiel still maintaining that third position. Jordan right on the heels coming out of I-5, or off-ramp, onto the I-5. Car length separates them. That's closing into almost nose to tail. Backing off a little bit. Jordan's still about a car length behind Gutiel as they're like an accordion going back and forth. West of the car length, get ready to go in the cotton corners, Mike. I think they're going to go side by side coming out of cotton corners. All right, as they go into the grapevine, let's take a look here. And no, they are not side-by-side. Side. Jordan had to back off. He couldn't go uh, in that turn. It wasn't wide enough, but it's about a little more than a car length separating him through the dogleg. But as Gutiel trying to hold on to that third spot in the podium, Jordan making a run, going into Riverside. It's now half a car length. Around Riverside, up the banking. He's right on his back bumper, Bob. He sure is, and now he's side-by-side, side, now back on the back bumper. Uh, that uh, driver's left move uh, did not work for Jordan as he got over to uh, the Lost Hill. Now coming off Lost Hill, that move cost him. He's about two car lengths back. That's Jordan behind Gutiel. Gutiel is uh, just putting his foot into it as they go down the drag strip, compressing down to Star Mazda. They're down to about a car length as they go into the braking zone. Uh, as they come out of Star Mazda, Again, once where once in a while here, uh, Jordan is able to stick with Gutiel, but it doesn't look like that's happening this time. No drafting, no nothing. About three car lengths between the two of them as they come over for the last time. And over to you, Mike. All right, here comes Austin Varco around Sunset down the front stretch. He sees the double checkers this time. <laughs> As he crosses the line and Austin Varco wins. Now, Evan Jacobs crosses the line in second. The battle for third, it's going to be Ryan Gutiel by a car length over Joey Jordan. Jordan just could not get alongside of him to make it a drag race. He will finish in fourth. Coming across in fifth, we didn't say too much about him, is Curtis Gong as he crosses the line. And then it's a little ways back uh, till for the rest of the field here. And uh, Clement Lee, who was running up in the front uh, yesterday, did not have that great of a day. We'll get to him in a little bit. Alan Lukart crosses the line in sixth. And there goes the 55 of Robert Emerson. He will finish in seventh. Jorge Diaz, it looks like he will finish in eighth. And Giorgio Aperangeli will finish in ninth. Bill Nelson, 10th. 
Alan Lucart III will finish in 11th. I'm sorry, Bill Nelson uh, had got around Perangeli. So move Mel, uh, Nelson will finish in 9th. Perangeli will finish 10th. Alan Lucart III, 11th. Joe Schubert, 12th. Clement Lee, 13th. Kayla Etherington will finish 14th. And she will be uh, four laps down. And that wraps up our race for Spec Miata. Let's move on to the next one. Attention to the pit and paddock. Attention to the pit and paddock. Final call to the grid for race group number two. E production, F production, H production, GT light, and B spec. This is your final call to the grid. Race group number two. E production, F production, H production, GT light, and B spec. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more racing action here. And I want to let everyone know the coverage of the Cal Club Hoosier Racing Tower SEA Super Tour here at Button Willow Raceway Park is brought to you locally on the Performance Motorsports Network by Branding Speed. It's the new book by Fritz Wilkie. Own the number one new release in motorsports. Branding Speed is full of practical, real-world branding tips you can use to take your team to the next level, all the while keeping within a grassroots-sized budget. Buy Branding Speed on Amazon.com today. Hey, all the racing action you're catching here this weekend is brought to you on SECA.com front slash live 101.9 here at the track on PMN2.com and as always on the Performance Motorsports Network. <laughs> 